Welcome to the Soul Service Podcast. I'm your host, Anastasia Burtnick. I am a spiritual life coach, energy healer, and psychic medium on a mission to help you heal, awaken, and expand your light and consciousness. If you are a spiritual seeker ready to learn, grow, and live and breathe your purpose here on this earth, you are in the right place, my friend. Together, we are going to dive deep into opening our hearts, healing our shadows, connecting with our souls, and erasing our vibes so you can live your best life ever. Let's dive in. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Soul Service Podcast. You're tuning in with me, your host, Anastasia Burtnick. So on today's episode, I want to dive into trauma and how it shows up in our lives and in our bodies and where trauma can actually come from. So most often when we think of trauma, we think of big events. It could be war, accidents, assaults, major events. And it's very true, trauma absolutely comes from those type of events. And trauma also comes from small events that we may not perceive as traumatic in our adult sense of what trauma is, but it in fact is traumatic and creates a trauma memory in the body. So trauma is any experience that our brain is not able to process at the time, any emotions that our brain is not able to process at the time. So if you are a young child who doesn't have the cognitive ability to know any better, your parent refusing to play a game with you might end up being a traumatic event. A dog barking at you that is big and scary might become a traumatic event. If you were to look back at the event now, your conscious adult mind may look at and say, I have no attachment to that. That meant nothing to me. That's not a trauma. But in reality, it is. Because your brain and body could not process the emotions from that event at that period of time. So this is why we are walking around with so many wounds as adults, because there are so many things that we have experienced in our life and we have not processed them. And most often we have not been taught to process them. We have only been taught how to push them down 
how to be tough, suck it up. Stop crying, don't be so sensitive. And by pushing all of those things away, we create more and more and more trauma and we further inhibit our ability to feel our emotions. And it often, it is not until we reach some sort of breaking point that we start learning to feel our emotions. Because we reach a point where the pain becomes so much that we can no longer handle it. Now, not everyone reaches that point, but many of us do. And some people are at the point of breaking for their entire lives, but they never allow themselves to explore what is hurting them. You know, I have family members where that's a very good example. And I've had these, these discussions with them and they openly tell me that they would rather keep things buried because that's where it's safer. You don't need to reopen a wound. And yet the consequences of those traumas, of those wounds that they say don't need to be reopened, but in reality they're, they're open and they're festering, they're just not acknowledging them, is that these wounds are popping up in their life and you can clearly see it when you take a step back and you, you look at a situation from the point of the observer. So we can either embrace the healing and all that comes with it, or we can end up letting traumas rule our lives. Now, the other place that traumas come from is from our direct lineages and also from our past lives. And especially when we are looking at trauma that exists within our lineage that is passed down through teachings, through our genetics, it lives in our DNA. When we, are, when we are looking at that ancestral trauma, oftentimes we hold on to it, whether we consciously know we are carrying it or not, but we hold on to it as a badge of honor, as a protection from having the same mistakes repeated again and again. And other times we're just holding on to it because we are unaware of its existence. Our soul can feel that something's off, but our conscious mind does not know that there's something there. And so we repeat patterns, we make mistakes, but because we are not allowing ourselves to heal or explore those parts of ourselves, we are not giving ourselves the chance to break the patterns, to end the cycle of trauma. 
and with past life trauma. This can be tricky to navigate on your own if you're not familiar with doing past life work. And you will never know all of your past lives. There are definitely those of us who are younger souls and those of us who are older souls. I know that I have personally lived thousands of lifetimes. And we are never going to know each and every one of them. But there will be pertinent ones that should we choose to explore will pop out, pop out to us. We will see or learn lessons from them, get guidance from them, have deeper understanding of why our life today is the way it is. Because when we have past life trauma, that will affect our lives today. So I want to share this story with you because it is very relevant to past life trauma and how it affects us in, in today's life. So if you've listened to other podcast episodes, you would have heard me say that I do not wear a mask because one, I physically cannot. And two, I, I do not believe in them. Now, when I say I physically cannot, I'm very serious in that I physically cannot. And there's a lot of things that play into this. So on the surface level, I experience severe, severe panic attacks when I wear them. And the pressures in society, the judgments in society, the stripping of rights, all of these little things that are happening slowly are affecting that anxiety more and more. Now for me, this is directly tied to past life trauma. In one of my most recent energy healing trainings, when I was um, I was taking integrated energy therapy, which is healing with the power of angels, there were, because of everything going on, times when I had to wear a mask, and I ended up not being able to do it because I had debilitating panic attacks during it. But I was still thankfully able to take the training. And I was working with a, a, an incredible partner. And between 
what she was picking up and then all of the information that I was getting, I understood that a lot of this trauma was because of a past life that I experienced. So when I wear a mask, having anything on my face in that manner, having the pressure across my nose, the tightness across my face, it immediately for me feels like I am choking, like I am suffocating, like I am being held down. I cannot breathe. I cannot speak. My entire body tightens up. It feels like I'm, my face is being cut. It feels like there are hands around my throat. It feels like all of my freedom is being stripped away. I can feel shackles on my wrists and on my feet. I can feel heaviness on my body, especially around my head. I can feel the limited movement that I have. I panic, I cry. I feel defeated. All of these things are very real physical responses that I was feeling and that I do feel whenever I wear a mask. And the more, and it, at this point, it just gets worse with the more restrictions that are put in place. Now, the reason why I am telling you this in such explicit detail is because as I was in this workshop doing healing on receiving healing for myself, doing healing on my partner. I kept getting glimpses of a past life. I didn't know what I was seeing. I didn't understand it. And then I started doing research after not fully expecting to find anything because I, I, I didn't expect to find anything. But truly, the chances of you finding something about a past life, I would say are pretty rare. I could be wrong about that, but I would say they're pretty rare. But in this case, I did. And every sensation that I was feeling made sense because I am carrying that trauma with me. Now, I don't recall off the top of my head what, what year it was from. But if you were to search information about the slave Anastasia, fitting, she was a black slave who is revered 
for her beauty and for her wisdom and for trying to help the people in her village for speaking her truth. And her, she was taken into slavery and her slave masters because she was speaking her truth, because she was using her voice, because she was attempting to use her gifts. They put an iron mask on her. It had a gag in the mouth, a metal gag. The mask covered the entire face. And you, you can Google pictures of these these iron slave masks. There's also extra rings that they can put around the neck with like spikes on them so you would not be able to escape places. I wore that too. I wore shackles. So I found this, and as soon as I found this, everything fell into place. And I knew that I was looking at my past. And everything made sense as to all of the sensations I felt or feel if I wear a mask, which is why I don't. It also all makes sense as to one of the reasons why I feel so strongly and ask so many questions around our rights here and now. In my past life, and this has likely happened over many lifetimes, but especially in this one, I knew what it was to have my voice taken from me, to have my breath taken from me, to die in pain. I knew what it was to have my rights, my freedom, everything I believed in taken from me and yet still have the will to fight. So what you are seeing with me here and how this past life trauma is showing up in this life, it, it is showing up to protect me. And I will be very honest, at this point in time, I do not want to heal it. I... I could, I could heal the anxiety to the point where I could wear a mask, but I won't because it serves to protect me in this time. It serves to give me the strength to continue asking questions, to continue not wearing a mask to continue to fight for what is right, to fight for the true greater good, which harms no one. 
But what we are doing right now is the opposite of actually helping. So at this point in time, I consciously am choosing not to heal this, even though I am very aware of it and it is playing out in my life right now. Everything that we experience in our lives, the traumas that we experience, they serve a purpose. The traumas we carry forward serve a purpose. And most often, it is our responsibility to heal it. And there will come a time when I will choose to heal this. And I've healed parts of it so that I can be more effective in what I do. And like I said, there will come a time when I heal all of it. Just not yet because it is serving me. Now, like I said, all of our traumas that we carry serve us in some way. They may teach us lessons. They may serve to protect us in some way, which can be helpful or hindering. Sometimes we carry them because we are the only ones who have the power to heal them. Because when we do heal, especially when we are healing ancestral generational trauma, we are not just healing ourselves, we are healing those in our lineage, moving backwards and forwards. Remember that time is not linear. In, in this moment, in this lifetime, we perceive it as linear, but truthfully, it is not. There are always multiple timelines going on at the same time. And what we do here and now affects the past, the present and the future. And that is another reason why the work that we do is so important, why this healing work is so important. Now, when we are healing trauma, something that I do a lot with my clients is I will heal and release the trauma but with a caveat is that we will heal and release the trauma while keeping the wisdom that is needed to serve you in the highest and best way. You know, a lot of people, they just want to remove the trauma, just get rid of it. Release cords, like cut cords, cut ties. But when we attempt to take those types of energetic actions where we're just cutting things off or we're just pulling it out. We are missing the lessons because remember everything we have been through or everything we are carrying has a lesson or a gift in it. So we want to be able to release the emotional attachment to it while still keeping those lessons and gifts. 
And there will come a time when around this mask issue in my past life, I will heal it and keep the wisdom. And for many parts of it, I have already done that, but there are still parts, like I said, that I'm hanging on to. And I have no shame around that. You have complete control over what you choose to hold on to and what you choose to release. You are the one with the power. You just need to be aware of the consequences of your actions or inactions. Why are you choosing to hold on to something? It may be actually serving you and protecting you in this time in a way that moves you forward. And it also may be that it's serving you in a way that maybe keeps you small or stuck. Everything that we are holding on to serves us in some way. We just have to have the awareness of it's, if it's helping us or hindering us. So whether we are dealing with emotional trauma or pain and disease in the body, which is also caused by trauma, we want to be asking what the lessons are. So, for example, with the body, if you get pain flare-ups, for example, or maybe you have gastrointestinal issues and you get flare-ups, maybe it keeps you in the house, maybe it keeps you from seeing certain people, Maybe every time you think about your mother-in-law, you get a headache. There are reasons why those issues are coming up. So if you don't have the awareness at this point in time, you might just say, oh, I have a headache again, or oh, I'm just feeling tired again, or this pain's flaring up, or this is, this is making me not feel good, so I'm going to stay home or I'm going to do this instead. But once you start building the awareness, you can ask, okay, why am I feeling this way? You can tune into that part of your body and ask, what is it trying to tell you? How is it protecting you in that moment? Remember that All of the actions our body takes, whether we like them or not, whether they help us or not, they're trying to protect us in some way. They are, in fact, trying to protect us or help us in some way. So, for example, if you have a fear of being seen and speaking your truth and being authentic and 
Maybe you fear interactions or judgment from other people. Maybe you end up, every time you want to go somewhere, you don't feel good. Maybe you get stomach aches. Maybe you get migraines. Your body does everything it can to distract you from those fears, from that emotional pain. And it gives you distractions so that you can stay home. You don't have to deal with it. Now, yeah, it might be causing issues. Maybe you can't work. Maybe you feel like a burden to your family. Maybe you end up losing friendships because of it. Ultimately, your body is still trying to do its best to protect you. It's just that the way it knows how to is actually doing more harm than good. The good news, though, is once you have this awareness, you can start to heal it. You can start having the awareness of what is going on and why your body is acting the way it is. And you can start moving through. You can start allowing yourself to feel the feelings, to examine the fears, the beliefs, the traumas that are keeping you held back. This is all about communication with yourself. And the biggest thing is that you have to be willing to look at it. You have to be willing to explore it, to understand it, and to have compassion for it. If we are constantly judging ourselves and resenting ourselves, shaming ourselves, taking on guilt, we're not allowing ourselves to actually heal and to be. We have to meet ourselves with the same compassion that we would meet our partner or our child or our most precious loved one. We need to meet ourselves with that level of compassion, with that level of patience and understanding. And we have to thank ourselves, thank our bodies for protecting us and then teach them a different way to be. You do not have to continue to live with trauma. You do not have to continue to live with pain or disease in the body. You can live a life where you are feeling bliss and joy and ease and love and worthiness and abundance. You deserve to live a life that is good. That is your best life. You deserve that.
and you deserve to have compassion for yourself. And that's where it starts is with compassion. So if anything is coming up for you, start asking yourself questions. How is this helping me? How is this protecting me? What is this trying to tell me? What is the gift or the lesson in this? Where did this come from? These are the places where you start to explore the traumas, the emotions, the beliefs. It starts with awareness and then you can move through and release it and rewrite your stories and keep the wisdom of the lessons but release the attachment to the emotions. And if you want to dive deeper into this, if you want more help with this, come book a Theta Healing Session with me. I would love to dive deep with you and help support you through this healing and this releasing and this changing of your life. So you can go to AnastasiaBurtnick.com or to the link in my bio on Facebook or Instagram to book a session with me. I would love to see you and it would be my honor to support you through all of this healing and all of this growth. You mean the world to me and you don't have to do this alone. I'll be right here supporting you. So reach out and let's do this. I love you so much and I'll see you on the next episode. Thank you for joining me today on the Soul Service Podcast. If you love what you heard, I would be over the moon if you would share this episode with your friends and leave me a five-star review and subscribe over on iTunes. I want to help as many people as I can, and I can't do it without your support. I'll see you on the next episode.